0: welcome to the survivor turning back time podcast oh my god i've started off terribly let's do that again shall we you know that's the cold open now right fine i'm not editing this one to the Survivor Turning Back Time podcast, the only Survivor podcast where gender is a construct and the tribes don't matter. I am your host, Stephen Levine, with my co-host, Jared Sheldon. Jared, how you doing? We have one brain cell. It's literally <laughs> what I said before this started. It's true. That's why I'm like, Jared, you can't say that. I We, we haven't started yet. And today we have a special, a special guest coming to us all the way from New York City. New York City. It's Claire Clausen. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Claire. T- tell us about yourself. Who are you? Where do you come from?
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I'm Claire Lawson. I am. Uh, I live in New York right now. I am a performer, actor. I'm um, do some podcasts of my own, and I also make coffee for fancy people most days. And that's fine. I have a lot of opinions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all?
1: Yeah, a lot of thoughts.
2: <laughs> Except a running joke of this podcast is me having strong opinions
0: and you taking the safe option. So Is that the running joke? It, it is for me. Oh, I mean, That's my Minnesota sensibility. I can't be controversial. I,
1: I've got some Minnesota nonsense right
3: ready.
0: <laughs> well, Claire and I actually met in college. That's how we made a connection. We have done... Many a show together. We've been partnered quite a few times, I think.
1: Yeah! I, uh, uh, Charles! Charles, darling!
0: <laughs> yes, you were my my <laughs> wife in the sinking ship that is Titanic. Yeah. I'm glad you explained it, it because that wasn't even for
2: me. Like, oh, who, no. who listening to this was that for? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's for us.
1: It's for us and only us. <laughs> yes, Got it.
0: As always.
1: And, and like... <laughs> Uh, other people who did the show with us, maybe who, if you were in Titanic with us at MSU, how are you doing, buddy?
0: Are <laughs> you doing? What's up? How's your life? Hope you're not Scott. You probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> there's like a there's like a ninety percent chance that I miss you.
1: Yeah, I concur. That's a good percentage.
0: That was that was a big ass cast. There there has to be some There's clunkers in there. So many so many people
1: <laughs> truly God, what a uh, time to be alive.
0: <laughs> yeah, what a time to be alive. So, before we get started, we like to ask our guests, where are you coming in from? How much Survivor have you seen prior to this episode that we've started today? Season 5. Yes. This is our first episode of Season 5.
1: Okay, so I've I've this is the first full episode of Survivor proper that I've watched. I've seen my roommate really likes Survivor so sometimes I see and hear bits of it as I walk through and as a child I was an avid fan of Total Drama Island. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so that's... It's like Survivor but animated and stupid and I loved it. So
0: It is. Just like regular Survivor I believe that show kind of goes off the rails very quickly.
1: Yeah, which I love.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, all right, here's this standard traditional reality TV show, but animated, and then suddenly it's not. Well, I mean,
2: animated, ergo scripted, ergo you got to do
0: something with it. Of course.
1: Yeah, and it had nothing to do with the fact that when I was a kid, I I didn't understand how I felt about the girl with the green hair. (laughs) i loved her so much i don't remember her name but as a kid i was like what's wrong with me what do i feel like this (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: explain these feelings exactly (laughs) (laughs) Ah, cool so yeah like like you said you're pretty new to this we i imagine you're gonna have some hot takes and you said prior to recording that yeah you you have some strong opinions on what's going on here
1: I do. I have a lot of feelings. Some are about the show in general, and some are, most are specifically about the
0: people. Good, good. That's what I need. <laughs> well, then I, I don't need to hold us any longer. Do you want, Jared? Do you want to get into this?
2: I just want to say, Claire, I'm very excited because we have very similar energies. But I've been yeah. I've been in the soup for four seasons, and like, <laughs> what are the fresh takes
0: on 2002 look like?
1: yeah 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 yeah
0: <laughs> oh go on you're you gonna say something
1: oh no i'm just playing with my hair
0: okay yeah you play with that hair
1: <laughs> it's fun it's it's like a fun length and it's doing a weird little blip thing now and here we are <laughs> super fun to listen to <laughs> <laughs> we
0: we like to crack jokes that our audio medium throws a lot of visual gags in there which... literally maybe every episode yeah which is not good not good for a podcast but here we are uh
1: Relatable, yeah. I Probably feel cows, that. That's that every time on my D and D actual play. Like we're just like doing bits through the screen to each <laughs> other, and we're like, I hope that translates. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, then let, let's that. get into the episode as we always do with a bumper.
2: All right, so this episode came out on September nineteenth of two thousand and two. No, I am not going to recount the six months between seasons and every single thing that happened. Why not? Fuck off. (laughs) So, I started in September. The first thing being, Kelly Clarkson was crowned the first American Idol winner. Whoa! So, we're, we're right in season one of American Idol, or right after, I should say. Switzerland, traditionally a neutral country, joins United Nations. You have, if you've listened to previous seasons, you have heard my thoughts on Switzerland, they should be eradicated. Not the people, just the country. Dissolve it. Through extreme and coordinated effort, the Pentagon is rededicated after repairs are completed exactly one year after the attack on the building. So, September 11th. Johnny Unitas passed away of a heart attack at age 69. The talk show Dr. Phil premiered for the first time ever. The number one song on the charts was Dilemma by Nelly, featuring Kelly Rowland, who I don't know.
0: I don't know that song.
2: I don't either. I know Nelly.
1: Like and Kelly Rowland sounds really familiar. Yeah.
0: Yeah, do, do a quick little Google for me.
1: I'm going to do a Goog. Is an American singer actress? Ah, member oh. of Destiny's Child.
0: That'll do it.
2: Destiny's Child. Look up that song if you're able to. You'll probably recognize it immediately unless you were raised in an evangelical no household. No matter
0: what I do, yeah. all I think about is you.
1: If that's the chorus, then that rings bells, yeah. Okay, Okay.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We can keep that in. Yes. Um, Okay. I am am acceptable.
1: Even did it.
2: (laughs) It's true. That's it's a cover.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Acceptable.
2: Um. So, whole new list of movies too. I'm gonna name some that are below the top five because they're interesting. Austin Powers (laughs) and Goldmember was number ten.
3: Memories with. Exactly In, how old I was. In
2: 2002. Whoa. Uh-huh. September of 2002. Spy Kids 2 Ooh. as well.
1: Oh probably my God.
2: Both those probably came out a little earlier because this is specifically for September 19th. <laughs> Signs is number five. Okay. City by the Sea is number four. One Hour Photo is number three. My Big Fat Greek Wedding is number two. And Barbershop is number one. Are either of you familiar with Barbershop?
0: No, I don't think I am. I remember ads for Barbershop. It's quite literally about a barbershop, right? Yeah, like it's, yeah. It's it's a black-owned barbershop, mm-hmm. and I, don't, I didn't see the movie because I was a child. Sure. The but.
2: description is, A smart comedy about a day in the life of a barbershop on the south side of Chicago. Ice Cube, who inherited the struggling business from his deceased father, views the shop as nothing but a burden and a waste of time. After selling the shop to a local loan shark, Calvin slowly begins to see his father's vision and legacy and struggles with the notion that he just sold it out. So interesting movie it's rated pretty well as opposed to most of the movies in early 2002 which were all garbage
0: <laughs> oh come on we had spider-man
2: all garbage we had
0: the original spider-man i'm kidding i, I don't
2: love
0: the original I, spider-man i like the original spider-man too as it in scared also. Me for
1: life the, the pumpkin bombs scared me for life
0: yeah they were very yeah. murdery those pumpkin bombs yeah
1: they were like, oh, we're going to throw these at these old guys, and now they're skeletons. And I said, that's going to be burned into my psyche.
2: Wow, I don't even remember what you're talking about. So we had a very different trauma
0: response to that.
1: <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay.
0: No, I do remember that, too, because I, I sat there contemplating, like, okay, we, we've just jumped. There's, there's no flesh. It just evaporates all the flesh. But it just decides that bones are okay. We're going to leave those bones.
1: Yeah, they're made of a different substance, probably. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's like calcium. Believe
0: we'll
1: it. I respect calcium too much to disintegrate it.
0: <laughs> That's why we were always told to drink the milk.
1: Yeah, which so also saved is from the pumpkin mums.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's also not true. That's a propaganda campaign. Like milk does not strengthen I mean, your bones. I know. I it's say propaganda, milk... marketing campaign. Not no, everything's propaganda. you
0: right. <laughs> 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 cool is that, that all you had yeah wow. all right
1: that makes so much sense knowing that this was 2002
2: so wait you just watched the episode and thought that the camera work was really bad or they had like, like what did you think was going on when did you think this was made
1: my second note was i love the shitty camera quality <laughs> <laughs> so i was really confused
3: that's because fair. I
1: also, I was struggling because I was like, I'm sure I was just dumb then with the Paramount Plus because I thought that I was looking for Survivor Thailand specifically, and that's why I couldn't find it in Survivor.
2: You thought the series was called Survivor Thailand.
0: <laughs> yeah. That seems like
2: Steven's fault.
0: That That is 100% my fault. I should have been, I, I should have explained better.
1: No, but... it's Okay. I just had no critical thinking skills about no. Survivor at all. No, no, no. no.
0: Okay. There's
2: there's no way. There's nothing on Paramount Plus to tell you which season is which to be like, oh, this is Survivor, yeah. Thailand or Africa or whatever. And as much as I would love to blame Paramount for that, that is fully Steven's fault. I'll blame anything well, I can but, on Paramount Plus, but that yeah, is on but Steven. But
1: also, to give, to give Steven the credit, Steven did say
2: do
1: season five, episode one. Oh, and we'll I hold it like, back. <laughs> But then I was like, season five of Survivor Thailand. They must have done five seasons of, like, Survivor Thailand must be the spinoff. It's not. It's not. Yeah, I would so... like to
0: I would like to present to the court the text that mm. I sent, Claire. <laughs> yes, you just have to watch a single episode of Survivor, the first episode of season five, Survivor Thailand. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. no, it's yeah. that, Claire. Sorry, the, <laughs> the court finds you and guilty. No, it
1: might be... Um, that's, I understand. I plead that I don't know anything about Survivor. That's my...
2: <laughs> <I love laughs> the court <that. laughs> accepts this. I would like to also point out the fact that you didn't think it was old. One of the first phrases they use are the ancient orient.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I thought it was just pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a lot of notes about it. <laughs>
0: Okay,
2: Stephen, you take you take the reins. I can't. Okay. I can't host this thing. I, I've, I've ended up in the judge's position, and I can't do this. Oh, uh,
0: okay. I'm gonna move on. Let's start the episode. <laughs> episode one: The importance of being eldest. A queer riff on the importance of being earnest. I love this title. Best title so far. That's. I that's agree. Pretty it's good. clever. I am all on board with this. So we'll start describing the episode, and we'll when we introduce cast. That's when I'll, we'll we'll do our. <laughs> are reading for filth <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we we open survival loves its nature shots we're gonna show some nature we're in a village though which is very off-putting for survivors yeah well we did it in africa too that's true but we I, drove through it we also did it in season one borneo but we did very briefly it's i don't remember or that. maybe we just talked about it that they started in a fishing village oh yeah i think we just talked about it anyway we're in a fishing village <laughs> We wave to the people who live here. Again, very off-putting when you're like, hey, you're doing a survivalist show. Hi, people. They're not allowed to talk. Yeah. Uh So they all have to do like head nods and like wave. They can't speak to the villagers
2: or each other. It's weird. Why are we filming this?
1: Know that. That's so fucked. (laughs) (laughs) That also makes so much sense. Oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then dude rolls in on a skateboard past these Jesus Christ. People. And you're like, oh, okay.
2: Claire, you thought I some dude was just him.
0: skateboarding in two th- like
2: 2022? Like, it's <laughs> like...
1: Listen, I've been watching a lot of Skate the Infinity, a, a, a person can dream.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I'll stop right hey, on that. I saw people skateboarding on my way to work today. Okay, well... Yeah,
1: I also, I live in New York City. People skateboard all the goddamn time. Everywhere.
2: Fair enough. I, yeah, I yeah I I'm like with you, though. I'm with you. I
0: fucking hate Rob.
1: Oh, so many, <laughs> this... so many of my notes.
0: <laughs> Hold that thought. We will yeah. get there. We we introduce the area. Okay. We're in Thailand. We talk about pirates, the, the danger of the area. Pirates, sure. king cobra, the articulated python, the largest snake in the world. The, the most well-spoken of pythons. Sure. <laughs> yeah why
2: hey hey Stephen, and also claire but Stephen will probably be the one yeah. who has insight okay. why the fuck did they put this during monsoon season <laughs> why were to they be like
3: m-
1: worse to be mean probably
2: probably how have we not gotten past this how have we i i know we have had emails about how it's gonna stay a survivalist show for longer than it should but why were they like you know what thailand just not difficult enough Just stranding people in Thailand, that's too easy. Let's make it during a a time when we say, at the top, they will be hit with tropical fucking storms. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
1: While staying on a beach. Like, we put them specifically on the shore of the beach.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Which makes the later
0: twist a little more appealing, or just downright mean, depending on which side you are on it. Again, I'm ahead of myself. Continuing on, we load up boats. All the ladies, the female presenting are in one boat. All the male presenting in another boat. And your initial inclination here is, are they splitting this up by gender? Yeah. Are we doing battle of the sexes? Go on.
1: Well, my third note is, why so gender?
0: Why so gender? <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that's, well,
0: gender's a construct. I said it at the top. Yep.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Real quick, before
2: we blow past it, what did you guys think of the theme this season? Describe the theme. What do you? No, mean? sorry.
0: The the like intro, the intro music. Oh yeah, intro music. Oh. Pretty good. Not as good as some of the the ones we've seen. Really? I thought this one my favorite. I thought this one fucking slaps.
1: I don't have any strong feelings towards it.
0: I That's think fair. I That's was fair. trying
1: to remember all of the names as they flashed them by, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> for
0: for context, they. Started with this song, the A-O-E-O-E-O-E-O. And then they, each season, depending on where we landed, as far as the show, where they are physically, they give a regional twist to the song. So this one, they definitely added more Asian elements, like the, what's the, the bow instrument that you hear in a lot of, I I'm thinking of Avatar The Last Airbender. Were, were they, need, I need more than bow instruments. They, they, they bend the strings. Sorry, I think it's actually a hammer instrument that they bend the strings with.
1: Oh, ah. is it like the one that they use in Demon Slayer? Yes. I don't know what it's called, but they're also using it in the Ark of One Piece that I'm in.
0: Okay. I also, every time I think of Demon Slayer, I just think of the, the like traditional Japanese drum that they always use. The do-do-do-do.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, all that to say, I think this theme slapped.
0: <laughs> Not my favorite, but I have been known to be wrong. Good
2: thing I'm never wrong.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that. So then we get we get everybody off the boats. We line them up. We do in 2002 fashion. All right, get to know you. A slash S slash L, age, sex, location. <laughs> oh my God! They were on Omegle. I was going to say, this 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 predates Omegle, Steven. But the people were doing that in, like, MSN Messenger. AOL. Yeah, probably. AOL. Yeah, yeah I think. I Except know. they had an O. Oh,
2: age, sex, location,
0: occupation. That's true, they did. And here we go. We get to know the people. So let's... let's let, get those hot takes. Yeah, let's get those hot takes. So, I, Claire, I sent you a a nice square of people here. Do you have that pulled yeah, up? Like a
1: little bingo square, yes.
0: Yes, so let's start with our two captains. Our captain, as Jeff pulls out captains, he's like, the two oldest people, you're my captains, we're doing schoolyard, pick 'em, Which is... Hated it. (laughs) Yeah, it's never happened before in Survivor. Usually people can't be trusted to make their own decisions as far as who your teammates are.
2: Yeah, like, you don't know these
0: people. I think the team breakdown ends up being interesting, but this left...
2: They got lucky that the two captains viewed how they wanted to build their teams differently. Or at least they ended up that way. It could have just been a very boring, like, oh, these tribes are basically
0: the same. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) before we get that, Jeff has to specifically call out that the eldest are revered in the culture in Thailand. So the eldest get to make the decisions here. Cool. Cool. I guess that's them copping out like we need someone to be the 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 leader here someone help me the first one being Jake Billingsley Jake Billingsley who is on our square the third row second one in sad
2: why does he He look like he wants to sell me multivitamins (laughs) or like work out
1: he looks like he thinks about riding motorcycles all day but actually just stares into the sun
0: <laughs> so how I have this set up is I have to go search for the name on a different list. So this is this actually works out well. We read them for filth on photo alone and what your general vibe is, and then I'll give you more information. <laughs> well, we also watch an episode yeah, of them. Sure.
1: I just want to read the notes that I have about Jake. Please. <laughs> I hate Jake. Oh, really hate Jake. Jake is fucked up. You. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I. I don't like Jake. I want to start with that. But yeah. he, he's not the worst guy on the show. I don't even think he's bottom three. Like, in this, or in this season.
1: Oh, he, I just immediately got rancid vibes from him because he was like, I'm going to take the young ones and the strong ones. And then he respected a cop.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll get to that in a
2: second. <laughs> Yeah, but all of well,
1: it together. Not a fan. I don't think
2: Jake made smart decisions, and I wouldn't want to hang out with Jake. But yeah. I can understand why somebody's like, "All right, we got physical challenges coming up. I'm going to just try to grab the strongest people I can. Get on over here. We need to win these first few challenges." But yeah, yeah he's he's not great. <laughs> but he's, Jake is. He
1: gives he gives gross gross vibes to me.
0: Big gross vibes. Yeah. Jake is 61 from McKinney, Texas. And he is a commercial land broker, which again red I feel flag. tells you a little red bit flag. more about what that is.
1: Red flag.
0: Big Yuck. red flags.
1: Yeah, he he had a lot of red flags. I'm like it was uh, It was reading a little a little too attracted to people much younger than him. A little Leonardo DiCaprio mm. vibes. That's what wow. I was getting and felt gross watching it, so Fuck Jake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Jake. Fuck Jake. I'm going to read the rest of these by alphabetical order because I, di- I didn't take notes on who got picked at what order, so yeah. we'll go alphabetical. Starting with our list, Jake is the yes. leader of what eventually goes on to be Sukjai, the purple team, yeah. and he drafts on his team in, alphabetically, first one, Aaron Collins. Aaron Collins is... Right here, bottom row, second in.
2: She gets the award for was she actually even on the episode? There's yeah. always one. I, I don't,
0: don't remember
2: a single
1: thing about her.
2: <laughs> Every season there is somebody, usually a young woman, on the tribe that wins first immunity that gets zero camera time. Congratulations, Aaron, It's you.
1: She's got the most 2002 eyebrows.
0: <laughs> Describe that for me.
1: They're so very, very thin, but they have such a high arc, like a high arch arc. What the fuck? They have such a high and like pointy arch, like right above the pupils of her eyes. And she it just screams 2002.
2: I will say, ignore the rest of her features and just look at the lines of her eyebrows and then like the lines from her nose to her mouth. And it makes like just stare at those and she suddenly looks very, very maniacal.
1: Yeah. It's them 2002 brows. You take, you you just, they're nothing. They're menacing.
0: (laughs) Well, Aaron is 26 from Austin, Texas, a real estate agent. So that's two people from Texas, two people in land acquisition, which is weird. There's
2: there's three types of, no, sorry, four types of people that early Survivor loves to cast. Mm -hmm. Cops, real estate agents, Mm -hmm.
0: bartenders i guess there's
2: three there was a fourth one i don't know what it was
0: we're doing great i started and now we're here moving on to jed hildebrand jed is where is he oh he is bottom row third in why the fuck do they cast a jed and a ted
2: why do (laughs) they do this shit every season that's evil you have two kins you have a jed and a ted I don't remember what it was last season. Two Robs. Two Robs. Why? There oh, are so dad. many people that apply. Why do you do this? <laughs> we don't have to do that. We don't have to. Nobody made you.
0: Okay, anyway, Jed. Jed, how do I feel about Jed?
2: Uh, what does Jed do? Jed is the one who
0: doesn't... Did he Who, say? Like,
2: he, who was, like, kind of going off on oh, his own. Was the one. And then he, He like, was the one
1: who was like, y- y'all, y'all, I... I respected jed for being like oh my god you guys yeah we need shelter but we also need to fucking eat
2: yeah
1: we could delegate a little better why are we only listening to this old man fuck jake (laughs) (laughs) yeah jed
2: i'm i'm interested in jed i'm worried that he take he'll take the path of what's his gabriel last season where he just kind of does nothing and tries to survive and but we'll see. We didn't get to see much from this episode. I like what everything Claire just said. I like that he did all that. Um, he does have a bit Ooh. of like oblivious golden retriever energy,
0: which is who, great. who would have that? I don't know what to talk about. Jed, <laughs> Jed it's is twenty-five. Like
1: so much, so much of the purple team's vibes, like rancid, rancid vibes from yep. purple team. And he, it's him and one other of the gals that I was like, you're all right. <laughs>
2: You're all right, kid. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. I think it was Shean because I love Ann.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love her immediately.
0: Jed is 25 from Dallas. What is it with all these Texas people? <sighs> A Only dental Texans student.
1: So no wonder That's they're he's... rancid. He's got nice teeth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I need to. I need to say this part because I feel like this is important. From uh, from his bio. He has experience in remote locations with limited resources, having done Christian dental missionary work in Uh, refugee camps.
1: I take every nice thing I've ever said about him back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, in Cambodia and Thailand. He's been to Thailand before. Well, that feels like cheating. A little bit. I, You know... (sighs) It's so interesting going
2: back to things from, like, 2002 because it's, like, you have to, like, kind of dissect, like, would that, do you think that person would be like that now or were they a product of, like, their time and their indoctrination?
0: I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. Moving on to Ken Stafford. Ken is third row, third in.
1: A cab!
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When When he was, like, New York City police officer, I said, Fuck this guy!
2: I oh, I do remember the time, you know, that it's a year after 9-11 or whatever, but I still was like,
0: Bleh. That's, true.
1: That's true. I wrote a cab, don't clap, frowny face. Yeah,
0: no, exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I get why they were clapping, because we're still in post-9-11 fever. Yeah. Specifically when in New you, York City, police officer. The,
1: the, the fact that it's a year after 9-11, which also means they must have been filming it before that right
2: no it would have been probably the s- like late spring early summer of 2002 yeah but
1: still that's like eight months after like that i can i can understand the claps but i it's still a cab oh <laughs> yeah
2: i can yeah. i can understand it and not agree with it but like
1: yeah
0: stop and clap for the firefighter
2: i think it's basically new york city though new york yeah. city police officer Ugh. i know i know.
0: I know. I get it. Firefighters are actively and worldwide much more revered. Yeah, there's no ACAF. Agreed.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, wait, no. Wait. That, that Sorry. AFAB. A-fab. <laughs> there's no AFAB. There are those. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but it means something very different.
2: <laughs> what does it mean?
1: Assigned female at birth.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But that's also there's a joke. We have a little ACAP poster of my living room and one of my uh uh Nick, you know you know him. I know Mick. Um Mick will come in and see it and go, <laughs> assigned Claire at birth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean that is also true.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Both meanings are true.
0: <laughs> uh Ken but is yeah, thirty five
1: firefighters sometimes are shitheads because a firefighter did steal my friend's phone sure
2: Um, i mean anybody in any job can sometimes be a shithead but there's not systemic rot
1: systemically murdering people
0: yeah Yeah. (laughs) i feel like i could we could just keep going on and really this is is now the acab podcast yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) ken is 30 from brooklyn new york he's a police officer he says the proudest moment hit was the day he swore the oath to protect and serve as a police officer. I'm gonna fucking vomit. Oh my
3: god.
2: I can't wait to learn about in the where are they now for Ken about his domestic violence charges.
0: Yeah, honestly. Hold, hold up. I need to talk about this moment for a hot second. I'm taking this information from EW, which traditionally writes a lot of stuff on Survivor as, I don't know, they were in the reality tv business from the start this article says we say if he gets voted off the island then the terrorists win <laughs> remind me of that when he gets voted off so i can make the podcast
2: description the terrorists <laughs> won
1: oh my that's, god
2: that sounds like something that someone would say like jokingly like i would make that that's a farce of itself yeah that's,
1: that's bad that's higher but it happened, so...
2: I fucking love that. Like, I I hate it so much it circles back around to me loving it.
0: <laughs> Moving on to Penny Ramsey. Penny, second row, first one in. Oh, yeah, Penny. She's, she's vomiting a lot, right? No, she's...
1: No, she's a firefighter. She's a firefighter. Is she the firefighter?
0: Nope, I'm, gonna, well, I'm just gonna say it. Penny is 25 from Plano, Texas. Alright. They must have had a casting call in Texas or something. Yeah. A pharmaceutical sales rep.
2: Oh. What did Penny do?
0: In this episode? Not a whole lot. I feel like there was a moment where somebody talks about worry. Penny. Alright, well,
2: uh, Penny gets the <laughs> Arya Stark Award of having many faces, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. No, I don't know. Uh,. She looks a little bit like Kimmy from season two. I don't really have anything more to go off of. She seems pleasant in her photo. She's not, like, scowling like the person next to her, so that's
0: fine. Yeah. That's funny, because the EW article says, She'll do better if she's squeaky queen like Marquesas' Nalia. Just not, not just squeaky like Australia's meat skewing Kimmy. Survivor casting has slots that some, like, they have, like,
2: 25 slot, like, types yeah. that they fill in with, like, yeah. 18 people every season.
0: Yeah. Correct.
1: She seems fine so yeah. far.
0: I mean, on the tribe that didn't go to tribal council, so I'm hoping we yeah. learn more about her later. Although I will say, in in contradiction to previous
2: episode ones from, like, the other four seasons, I feel like this episode is much more balanced in seeing both tribes. Like, I didn't know going to the immunity challenge who was going to win. So that was a good surprise. Yeah.
0: Moving on to Rob. Rob (sighs) Zabanic. Rob is first row. I was like, which one's
1: Rob? And then I said, oh, wait, no.
0: (laughs) We know who Rob is.
1: I know who Rob is. My note about Rob was, fuck Rob with several U's. And then a dash really fuck rob
0: (laughs) yeah okay Okay.
2: you have to spend okay an hour this is for steven because you don't know these other people you have to spend an hour at lunch with rob or scoopin who you taking we say we can say pre-sex crime allegations
0: I mean, pre-sex crime allegations, I would go with Scoopin'.
2: He's still a weird fucking dude who put blood all over his face and, like, delighted in skinning of animals.
0: He is, but at least he, like, feigns not being an asshole. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, fair enough.
0: Looks like...
1: it. Uh, like, if, if Tinder existed uh, <laughs> in 2002, he would send everybody a dick pic that he matched with.
2: <laughs> How did they manage to create an amalgamation of every single bully from every single 90s movie into a singular human being
1: he kind of looks like the from shrek the lady bartender
0: oh yeah i know shrek 2 specifically that's a deep two. yeah shrek 2 is a good movie oh it's a great movie but
2: the female bartender i don't remember who that is
1: she's the one she's got the really low voice
2: yeah i've never seen him and donald trump in the same place that's all i'm saying (laughs)
1: yeah
0: uh, Rob I, is 23 I'm just looking at him
1: and I'm mad
0: <laughs> Rob <laughs> is 23, a bartender from Scottsdale, Arizona Such a punchable face
1: Yeah, I, I was so sad because when I saw him skateboard because I'm so obsessed with Skate the Infinity right now I was like, cool, skateboarding and then immediately I said I want to murder this man <laughs> <laughs> Like the second he opened his mouth and he's like, "Oh my god, I could duck." I was like, "Oh no, get
2: out of." No, this. that was actually the one endearing moment I liked cuz I was like, I was cuz I was like, "Oh, he's a himbo." And I was like, "Oh no, he's no. just an asshole." Fuck.
1: No. Listen, listen, listen. I know the type as a, f- f- just, <laughs> as a
2: as as a presenting person, your your senses are more <laughs> attuned than mine to pick out somebody be that somebody that's an asshole quicker.
1: This is the kind of person that if you met them at a bar and, like, they presented interest in you, you would have to find somebody to get you out of the situation because you could not get out safely. Like, that is the energy that Rob gives.
0: Unfortunate that he is a bartender. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh,
2: he probably to-
1: rupees drinks.
2: <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs>
0: The Survivor Turning Back Time podcast cannot, uh... <laughs> cannot confirm or deny whether <laughs> Rob Rufy's drinks. There you go.
1: It's based on Vibe alone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Xi'an Huang, Star. Star of the show. My favorite person Plus on this 10. show so far. Amazing.
2: Yeah.
1: I love her. Top row,
2: third she's one. In. In. Yeah. Oh, you, thanks, Steven. It, she's the one Asian character they've cast in three seasons. I Yeah, I know I know who she is. In Five seasons
0: in five seasons. This is the first Asian American person on Survivor. Jesus wow. Christ! And they waited yeah. until Thailand. Correct.
1: Yeah.
3: Fuck.
0: <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> Survivor. So we we've kind of gone through the ringer with Survivor, and how how bad of representation they have, but also somehow nailing it on the people who do well in the show. In representation. Yeah,
2: so for context, Claire, the last four winners, or the first four winners, I should say, are an out gay man, an older woman, a Jewish man, and a woman of color. How? But all of their casts look like this. Hey, yeah, they all look very white. Hey, well, guess, guess what, Claire? Said, We're
1: going to cast the worst white people we can find.
2: <laughs> yeah, Claire, this is this right here. This cast is technically the most diverse cast they've had through the first five seasons.
1: Is it because there are three people col- of color and not just two?
2: Yeah.
0: Isn't that sad? That's horrific. That's horrific. Because Ethan,
2: Ethan did not, uh, even though he's Jewish and uh, could like had a darker skin tone, did, called himself white, did not consider himself a person of color. Yep.
0: Yeah. Wow. I think this is a good time to bring this out, too, that... Although this is the first season to cast an Asian American contestant, it's also the first season not to include any LGBTQ representation. Wow.
2: Wow. Yeah, they have. It is wow. weird how,
0: how good they've done
2: in previous seasons. I mean, I guess there's only been one person per season that was LGBTQ. But it,
1: they said we need three diversity tokens. Yes. And you can either have person of color or a queer person. Listen, our budget
2: our budget's up. If we if we if we cast a queer person,
0: we can't cast the Asian person, and vice versa. The yeah. boomers will riot.
3: God.
1: <laughs> Three damn. diversity
0: tokens. You may cash them in at the company store. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, uh outside of that, I, I really like her. I liked
2: her fierceness against Rob and just kind of standing yeah. up to him.
1: Oh I, my god, yeah.
2: I worry she's not going to last long in the show because of it, mm. but I still like to see it. That's fair.
1: I want her to win it all. I want her to burn that team to the ground. <laughs> uh, even though I don't like Sheath Guy very much anymore, I do think that they are the only redeemable members of the purple team.
0: Yeah, I agree. Valid. she is an executive recruiter, which she in, in the show she says that I help people find jobs. And I'm like, there's a title for that. You have a job title. She I well, I think she downplayed it so she didn't
2: sound so like important and so corporate. Corporate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's a strategy. Not putting not to put executive in your title, which now is a little more common than it was back
0: then. Fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh she's twenty-eight mm-hmm. from New York. I love her. <laughs> My queen. I love her. Uh, moving on to Stephanie Dill. <laughs> Stephanie is the third row down, first one in. She's the firefighter.
1: Yeah, She's
0: Correct. I love her too.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say she's also redeemable. She didn't do as much stuff. I love that she was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna skinny dip." Yep. Like, good for her. Also, holy shit, she is muscular. Yeah. Uh, I was like, those are some shoulders, broad shoulders, wild, cool. Yep. She, uh, big, I, big fan of Stephanie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Stephanie is 29 from Fayetteville, Arkansas. A firefighter. We knew knew this. It does say firefighter slash EMT.
1: Mm. Yeah. I remember because she was the first one who was introduced, I think. Yeah. And I was like, ah, great. EMT useful. It's
3: true. And so
1: when she got picked first, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. But then Jake went and picked all of the young ones, and it felt predatory.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this article says that she was the first female firefighter in Fayetteville. And wow,
1: that also rules. is a
0: triathlete. Hell yeah, that makes
1: sense. She's she looks like... like she could crush any of our heads with her thighs. Yes,
0: <laughs> I would thank her. I would thank her, <laughs> M- mommy. <Maybe. laughs> and that's it. That's it for the Sioux Chai tribe. <laughs> Oh man. So on the opposite side, we have Jan making the call. Jan.
1: Of Jan.
0: Jan cried in her opening confessional because she didn't want to pick people. (laughs) Jan Gentry, our very first square on this board. Jan. (laughs) Tell me your thoughts about Jan. Jan is a mess, and I love Jan.
1: I love Jan so much. Like, I just want to be your friend.
2: Jan seems like the kind of person that will, that is ready for a breakdown at any given moment. Like, she seems like the kind of... (laughs) A relatable queen. I I love her. She seems very genuine. You know, that's a big thing for me. And I think the way that... It's interesting because we have Jake and Jan that both pick people in very different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Jake is looking for people that he thinks are given the most competitive advantage. And he talks about with Stephanie, um, like a look in their eye or like, you know, looking for something that, that will make them like these harsh, fierce competitors. And Jan, I think just kind of trusted her gut and went with people Mm -hmm. that she thinks she would like. And Mm -hmm. I think that's going to make their tribe succeed way more. Now the show also is trying to tell us that that tribe is going to succeed more. I think partially because it's an older tribe and this isn't, you know, aimed at boomers. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. We've we've been on the generational, we've had the generational fight a few times in this show so far. And they like to portray the younger people as usually stupid and lazy. Sometimes they're right about that, i.e. Africa. Um, But sometimes it's not so much that. I'm interested to see where that goes.
1: Yeah, my notes for Jan are, I love the teacher, she's so cute. And then I'm Team Jan all the way. And then later on, I have OMG, I love Jan. (laughs) Uh, And then again, I have God, Jan is
3: great.
0: (laughs) Jan is 53 from Tampa, Tampa, Florida, a first grade teacher, but also born in Texas. All
1: right. But look at her cute hair. She's wearing her hair in like pigtails with like little loopies. That is Yeah. Not quite space buns because they're kind of sad, not tight enough. But like, <laughs> she looks like a first grade teacher. Her to teach me in first grade. Correct. Uh, came out.
2: I, I think I was in second grade too. Yeah, she uh, gives me the the vibe of like, how did no, how wasn't. did you end up on this show? Like not in the way like how were you picked, I know. but like how why, how did you and why did you apply? But I'm really interested to see yeah. her growth because I I just don't I'm like it seems. Like you were overwhelmed and kind of struggling immediately. So I'm interested. Mm -hmm. This could be a
1: Kathy type situation. She's on the show because she's a teacher and she needs the
0: million dollars. (laughs) Yeah. She is a triathlete though. Oh. And once served She's a triathlete. Apparently. And apparently also once served as secretary for Martina Navitarova. Nav... Tolova. I don't know who that is. But know. also enjoys beer and cigars. Same.
1: I love Jan!
0: <laughs> Jan's pretty great. On Jan's team in alphabetical order, Brian Heideck Brian is second row, second in. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. I don't remember that man. Yeah. His hair his head is a square. He's grimacing. And I think he was on the show, but I don't remember him doing anything.
1: He kind of looks like Prince Charming from Shrek Two.
2: <laughs> Can you just tell us who every one of the cast is in relation to Shrek Two, please?
1: Um, maybe, but I, it, I, don't they have something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brian is thirty-four from Quartz Hill, California, and he is a used car salesman. That's right,
1: oh, that's right
2: lie lie about what your job was why did you tell them you were a used car salesman that's yeah. like that is akin in a game of lying to walking in and being like i am a child predator like you just put a huge black mark on yourself my guy you
0: are you are ostracized i do not trust this man
1: it does also give him pathetic vibes that is uh, true and, and- I know that they're like real people, but like in fictional shows, I love a good, pathetic man oh no um, i
2: call I call them characters because we are only getting a very limited amount of their time on the island, like we get of like what twenty four four seventy two hours there's seventy two yeah. hours in an episode, we get an hour of it, so this is not people wow. these are characters
1: yeah, yeah, that's true that's true yeah he he's a pathetic. Golden Boy Man, which is like my favorite anime character. You
2: know? <laughs> oh, you do you simp for Izuku?
1: Izuku, no. Okay, okay. No,
2: I... Midoriya. Yeah, because uh, he's I like because do... he's like a sad boy in the beginning.
1: But he's I not a golden I hair boy.
2: That's fair. Of course, you if, it's a, I love if it's a if it's a boy,
1: Izuku is good. But Um Bakugo is my son, my little angie boy. <laughs> but the gold hair pathetic anime boy would have to be ed elric that's he's pathetic and i love him
2: <laughs> i have to bring also, it up
1: also vash trigun
2: oh my god don't okay we need to move on this is pathetic. survivor podcast moving, moving
0: on <laughs> i well before i move on to the next person i need to say this apparently he previous to survivor has a career in softcore porn what in is track
1: That makes sense to me.
0: Softcore porn. (laughs) What does the
2: softcore porn to used car sales and pipeline look like? I I guess that
0: that is that is the pipeline. (laughs) I don't like how we phrased that, but I'm gonna move on. (laughs) Moving on to Clay. Clay Jordan. Clay is the second row, all the way to the right. So
2: Clay. My theory is that somebody wasn't able to make the trip or like they missed their plane and he's the accountant that they pulled and said, hey, <laughs> you're on the show now. And he's like, okay.
1: Yeah, how is he, how old is he? Because he looks decrepit.
2: He's he's younger than 60. He's younger than Jake, which is wild. Take care of yeah. your body, children, because Clay sure didn't. No. Clay is 46.
1: How? <laughs>
2: your body is a temple, but like, Clay's body is one where monkeys are throwing poop at it.
1: <laughs> Clay, he just, I don't know, he also gave me kind of stank vibes, but we didn't see him much, did we?
2: No. It's, it is wild how the bonding ritual for his tribe was everyone
0: going up to Clay and giving him a wedgie. <laughs> I, <Yeah. laughs> I did have the thought, like, he looks too much like the character from Dodgeball with like the big heavy goggles. Mm.
1: Oh my god, you're right.
0: And like I like a good
2: nerd, but I need like a good like ADHD hyperfocus nerd, not like a oh I've been in the same sales job for forty years and I kind of like my wife, but really I'm just am waiting to die kind of nerd.
1: I'm trying to figure out his hairline.
2: So is it's he? Really a <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, is it receding on both sides or just one? And he's got it swooped forward.
2: I think it's a comb-over situation.
1: Yeah, probably. It just looks like, honestly, it looks like a toupee that's, like, that got put on sideways.
2: I can't wait to find out that this man's, like, a Nobel Prize, Peace Prize winner or something ridiculous, like, after in the Where Are They Now when he goes home. Yeah,
1: sure. (laughs) Well, good for him. He looks like a character on Game of Thrones who would be gross.
2: Mm -hmm. But he seems fine. To be determined. Yeah, but uh, he
1: does also look like he eats onions for a snack. <laughs> 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 I can't explain why, but just looking at him.
0: He is from Monroe, Louisiana, and he is a restauranteur. restauranteur. Maybe right. he does. Maybe. That Maybe means he, he
1: owns do. like seven Chipotles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to Gandhi Johnson.
1: I love her. Uh, yeah. I love her good vibes.
2: I'm I'm interested in her. I'm a little nervous for her cuz boy was that yeah. challenge a meltdown. Oh uh,
1: yeah, baby girl.
2: But I do I do love me a sassy character and her in the confessional talking about like the bullshit that John pulled of like pretending that they didn't find the waterhole or whatever. Ah. Chef's mm, yes. yes.
1: <clears throat> because so- like yeah, that was fucked up.
2: Oh yeah. I don't think she's here for a long time, but I here she's she's here, here for a good time and I I'm, ex- yeah, I'm going to have a good time with her.
1: Yeah, she seemed like honest out of she just seems kind. Yeah.
2: That's I and think I that's like what I I get about a lot of the orange tribe. I don't remember what no, name they're is. all
1: just trying to do their best. Yeah,
0: and all, so I Twigon, Twygon is the tribe.
2: Twigon. Yeah, you're right. It seems like they're all just trying to do their best and it seems we'll probably get into it, but it seems like part of the reason why John went home is because he doesn't fit with them because he's kind of a dick. And, and a like, pastor. Well, I mean, that's redundant
1: yeah exactly
2: <laughs> the survivor Training back time podcast does not support religion <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding I'm right kidding it's now? just evangelical Christianity
1: yucky 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 yucky
2: see, see Claire usually there's only one of me and Stephen has it but now there's two coming
0: at Stephen and now he just has to deal with it I'm along for the ride. I'm trying oh, to keep us on the rails, but we are not on the rails even slightly. Rails, when are we? The
1: rails are somewhere else. <laughs> Call yeah. me Norfolk
0: Southern, because we are off the rail, baby. No. Oh no. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, no. is 33 from Denver and a legal secretary. I like her. I like her too. Also runs a beauty parlor. How do you do that and be a legal secretary? Huh. She knows kickboxing and karate. G- Hell For, yeah. for
1: her. her.
0: Moving on to Helen Glover. Helen Glover, our second person in. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, she's she was cool. She also, I she seemed kind, but also so over John's bullshit, yeah. which I loved her for.
2: She reminds me a lot of Tammy from last season. Okay. And oh
1: yeah, Tammy. I'm,
2: <laughs> Sorry, Claire. Uh,
1: Sorry, I just want to be a dick.
2: It re- like I loved her moment in the next time on where she's like, if I had a gun, I would have shot him and then myself, or shot her and then myself. And I was like, yeah. okay, all right, all
0: right strong, I'm excited for you. Strong emotions, but we yeah.
2: didn't
1: get to see a lot
0: of her this episode. Yeah, yeah. Helen is 47 from Middletown, Rhode Island, and a Navy swim instructor. That's right. Yeah.
1: That was that part. I was like, that fucking rules, and it's and so helpful. I, was she the one, or was it, or was it Gandhia the one who was like, um, "I don't think that they would make us fucking climb a fucking cliff to get our water and come all the way back. Like, how can they expect us to do all of that? Let's try keeping like to keep going."
0: Yeah, and I was like,
1: "Good voice of reason there."
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know which. I don't remember who it was. It, it, it kind of. Became a decision by committee versus John, but
0: yeah, I don't remember who
2: started it. Yeah, speaking of
0: John Redmond.
1: <laughs> my note I, is you, Pastor.
2: I thought he was going to go far in this season. Like I was until he got voted off. I was like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna be around a while.
0: It's a good thing you didn't have to make a pick before he got voted off. No, no, he,
2: I, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have been my pick. But he was. I was thinking, oh yeah, he's gonna be like the leader of his tribe for a little while. Nope, we're doing it commune style, baby. One of
1: my Final notes is yeah fuck John, because um, I didn't like him.
0: John is forty from Slidell, Louisiana. A sure. pastor.
2: Your pastor from Louisiana? Don't... don't trust him immediately.
1: No, he looks like he eats alligator every night.
0: Moving on to
1: also kind of looks like a vulture. The more I'm looking at him.
0: <laughs> Moving on to is that Mitch McConnell? <laughs>
1: Could be. It's like Mitch McConnell plus um, Peyton Manning.
2: <laughs> Cursed Peyton Manning. Filibusters the NFL.
0: <laughs> yeah. Moving on to Tanya Tanya Vance, who is first in the bottom row.
1: Poor girl.
0: I don't.
2: I don't know who that is. Oh, she's the one that vomited. Yeah, this is our pukey lady. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I she- honestly thought she was going home. <laughs>
1: Yeah, she's having a tough time.
2: <laughs> yeah. I I also was, they're like, oh, I think she's vomiting because she's dehydrated. I'm like, she's puking up just water. I don't think yeah, you puke like, up water when you're dehydrated. <laughs> I don't know that. I'm not a doctor. But my first thought wouldn't be, I have dehydration.
0: I mean, if you don't have anything in your stomach, you have nothing else to throw up other than water. I
2: guess. But like, why would being dehydrated make you, vo- I guess the heat?
0: Okay. Sorry, I I think I've said this before on the show, but for reference, like my body goes into weird places when it's dehydrated. That's
2: true. That's true. I I
0: think we've had this exact same conversation in Africa. When I'm super dehydrated, my body's like, hey, now's a good time for diarrhea, huh? Oh, no. (laughs) And it just like shoots more water out. And you're like, that's not helping.
1: You're like, I need that actually.
0: (laughs) Please come back. The water would be good right now. Yeah, Tanya is 27 from Kingsport, Tennessee, and is a social worker. Cool.
1: She's she's really doing her best but having a terrible time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, she doesn't look like her headshot that
2: much. Like everyone else kind of looks like their headshot, but I I didn't recognize her. Might just be the hair. I
1: recognized her by them eyebrows. Mm -mm. She's got a slightly different shape. These ones are a lot darker than the other people's eyebrows are, but still clearly plucked. And they they like are a soft arc. I
2: do not notice eyebrows, apparently. Get them brows.
1: I only noticed eyebrows, apparently.
2: (laughs) By our powers combined. (laughs)
1: You don't recognize the face.
0: Finally, Ted Rogers Jr. Ted is the second row, third in.
1: Man.
2: His face is off. (laughs) Tell me me more. He looks like the default black guy me character on like the 2006 Wii.
3: (laughs)
1: Oh no. (laughs) He does kind of look like he's trying to smile in his picture. But it also looks like he's trying to hold in a fart,
0: and like he doesn't <laughs> want anybody to know. <laughs> like, there's pain in those eyes. No, nobody must know that I am about yeah. to he, <laughs> rip it. He looks like
2: <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: he looks like <laughs> if just, Mr. Clean
2: was yes. black and his chin came to a point.
1: <laughs> That's actually a pretty good comparison. <laughs>
0: He seems nice. He seems nice. Yeah, he seems like a cool guy.
1: I he was so kind. I mean, like when he was like, "Hey, look at this," and he like laid down on the stuff. I was like, "That's so that's so sweet and cute." And he just like he was very much like, "Hey, we're a family." And I know that like the the point of this game show is like to win, but like I don't know. He reads genuine so far.
2: Yeah, I agree. Fair. <laughs> all right and that's everyone i and i also will say i think that he won't get the
0: lazy black man edit
2: Ooh, that survivor they, loves
0: to do they love in the first five uh, seasons we've done it at least three or four times well we're four for four all every
2: right. every single black man that has been on the show up to now has gotten at least one episode of
0: hey that guy's not pulling their weight they're lazy so lazy oh no yeah oh yeah the uh systemic yeah. and just uh, all the bias is living in early survivor maybe clarence didn't get it i don't know but we'll move on okay so that's everyone we've seen the whole cast we we know what we're up against let's get into the episode we we picked our tribes oh yeah who brought a guitar some dude brought a guitar as his yes. luxury item
1: oh you had to bring a luxury item okay i wondered yes. why there was a guitar and why there was a skateboard
0: I don't was have that, clay? that here with me. It was it might have been clay. No, it was clay. Clay is very specific cuz Clay is the golf club. Oh,
2: that's oh, right. You're right. It was it's so, it was one of the guys on the orange tribe.
1: Is it gonna... is it is it I'm looking at his square face.
0: <laughs> Brian? It was Brian. Brian brought a
2: guitar. Ah, so that he's, makes
3: sense!
2: So he so does softcore porn, he's a used car salesman, and he brought a guitar to the island. I actually, you know what? All my opinions are flipped. This guy has gone, he's now such a train wreck that I'm into it.
3: <laughs>
2: if he starts all playing his... Wonderwall, I'm I'm all the way in. He's my winner, if, uh, if he plays Wonderwall. That's
0: more relevant at this point, though. It's true. He's if it's not even out yet. so...
1: He's got so many red flags, but my favorite color is red, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So we've we've done our our due diligence. We've split into two tribes. Claire, we talked a little bit off mic about the, yeah, the word tribe. I, it just, Tell me about that. I don't that. know.
1: It just it just feels icky to have a show that was undoubtedly produced by a bunch of white people mm-hmm. featuring featuring mostly all white people and to be like you're surviving in the wilderness here's your tribe that's pretty fucked up
2: yeah and i and i've talked before about how <laughs> depending on the location it's like you're in these people's backyard like this is where they live every day and you're just like hey go survive there for a million dollars but i've never gotten into the specifics of like the word tribe and i think it's cause i grew up with the show and so i just didn't even think about it so that's a that's a really good perspective
0: and in in the first season i think they do a good job of being like the reason that we we call you this is that you're not just a group of people like you are you're not just a team you're a bonded unit of people and this is a revered thing but then as the show goes on they kind of lose that and we keep it in name only without the the reverence and so yeah i agree i think it's unfortunate that they they chose that name and just took out any context and it continues on to this day they are still called tribes
1: yeah i i'm just not i don't love it there are other you you could come up with a different word um it feels like you should have gotten rid of that at least four years ago but like from the beginning because it really reads as like uh we're like indigenous people appropriation essentially yeah, yeah that's the uh, point like you're going to survive in the wilderness uh as many indigenous folk have done and tribe is traditionally what is used by indigenous folk so that it, i was like mm that feels yucky
0: yeah i agree and <laughs> what i will give survivor credit for is that they are in the more recent seasons taking in social input and growing and evolving uh, in a later season in 42 or 43, they have a discussion on air about Jeff's big line of when they come into the shut or come into challenges. He's like, come on in guys. And then he brought in a, like the people and they're like, Hey, I've been mulling this over and I don't know guys just doesn't seem right. Like we're, we're not just like, I know it's, it's really flippant to say it's all guys, but like, do we want to change that? And they're like, you know, we don't have a problem with it. We're, we're going to keep it that way. It's the way it's always been. We like it. And then the next day they're like, actually, you know what? We thought about that. Let's, let's take that out. It doesn't have to be guys. You could just say, come on in. And they're like, yeah, okay, let's change it. And they yeah.
1: do. You can also say y'all. Y'all, appropriate <laughs> y'all. that from the South.
0: Y'all is one of my Please. favorite words to use. I, I, always go I to love the, it. The default of folks. I like folks. How you doing, folks? I do
1: like folks, too. Um, I just love confusing people because so I work in service in New York City. And when I'm like, have a good day, y'all, they're like, are you from Tennessee? And I'm like, I'm from Minnesota. Ha <laughs> ha.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Pulling over on you.
1: <laughs> I oh, got you there.
0: <laughs> okay, we Can have to move on. I am going to speed run this episode. It's going to be great. This is how every first episode of a season goes. I'm aware. And you would I think i would be, be better about
1: past.
0: moving us along. But we don't. Uh, so we have our two teams. We have Chwai-Gon in orange and Sukjai in purple.
1: It's good they, vibes versus yuck vibes. Yeah, it's good yeah.
0: vibes versus beefy, beefy team. Or what? Those, did, what did that person notes. say? Uh, doesn't matter. Jake said later on in the episode, "I like athletic people." He put three syllables into the word athletic. Athletic. Yeah. Oh, can we I- also talk about how one camp gets shelter and one camp gets water correct what the fuck yes. kind of distinction is that so that's that's one of the twists is the first one being hey you're picking your teams and the second one being hey it's a blind pick on you either get the big easy shelter or you get big easy water do you think that was intentional or do you think those are
2: the locations they were given and they were like like, that's what the Thailand government gave them, and they're like, oh, fuck,
0: we gotta we gotta make this work. We gotta put that watering hole farther away. We have to incentivize the other camp because this is not fair.
1: So do they... That is a the question they have. Do they put in the watering holes?
0: It seems like they did this season.
2: This season? This is the
0: first time. I believe is the first so they time. They look like little tanks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is the cool. first time that they do that. However... This does continue on in later Survivor all the time that they're like, oh, we should just keep doing that. Put in put in a well for them to pick their water from. Yeah, having to boil That's your water you're... sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, and also that seems just like uh, I don't know. I'm sure that they have to sign all sorts of fucking waivers to be on this show, but it really seems like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Um, which I know that they've like worked their way around that, but I'm like, this feels like a way in which they were like, see, there's at least some water.
0: They hop back in their boats and they paddle back to camp. Uh, Sukjai does, paddles the whole way backwards.
2: That was really a premonition into how this episode was going (laughs) to go.
0: And they get there first. (laughs) They are the more physical, but not very smart group here correct yeah yeah oh my god
1: but i do want to say fuck jake for when they were like oh uh this will require both brain and brawn and he was like haha we got the brawn i don't know about the brain somebody else is gonna have to bring that and i was like you're disgusting and i hate you i hate you
2: i hate you (laughs) um also i love that they get they are given food this season And it's a single can of beans. Was it? I I want to
1: know know how big the can of beans is.
2: I also want to know how big the can of beans was. No, Jeff is like, your provisions are gonna be pretty meager. You get one can of beans. I was Mm. like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. (laughs) Don't tell Clarence. (laughs) Yeah, right?
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So we get to the camps. The Trigon camp has like a huge rock wall. They, they have caves that they can hide in. It's, it is the superior camp. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So the maps they
2: get are awesome. I want to say that as well. Like those maps,
0: yeah, fuck, yeah, they're they're wooden maps, awesome. almost laid out in like they, they like tie them together, and yeah. it's really cool. But yeah, no, the
2: the show is setting up the orange tribe to be the protagonists,
0: which is interesting. Mm, okay, that's my opinion of the first episode. You think that, and not just they had to show more because of it seems like they went cr- to tribal. It seems like
2: they're they're crafting a narrative of the orange tribe are the underdogs. We've now seen that in a couple of seasons. Okay, but I don't think they're the underdogs because I think team cohesion is very much underrated, and yeah. that's something I haven't talked about in previous seasons a lot. But I've talked when we, you know I've tried to rate like how players are doing the modern game. I talk a lot about their like their physical elements, but your ability to just be a good vibe is super important. Yeah. Especially <laughs> early in the season, so you know they did lose this first challenge, but they really shouldn't have. That was yeah, and
1: I feel like it's also very clear how much they prioritize the vibe, just yep. based on how many votes John got.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. So they get to camp. Chygon goes and hunts for food. Suk-Jai goes on a group swim. Stephanie skinny dips, and Sheen is like, "Hey, you're not gonna see my tatas." Good, good, good for her, but no, no, okay. Okay, thank you, Survivor, for showing us that moment, I guess.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, fucking fuck Rob running around and just, like, pulling on vines and shit. He was just, like, trying to, cl- yeah,
2: he he went full monkey man. It was like, just gonna try to climb a tree here. Oh, just gonna try to climb again, or climb the vines. Yeah,
1: yeah and, like, I can understand, like, climbing the tree, because they're like, oh, it's a mango tree. Maybe it'll have, like, mangoes, like, some sort of food. But nope, just...
0: nah. <laughs> we talked a little bit about the the hunt for water for Twigon. They they go they like walk around. They get lost. They try to climb full on vertical cliff faces to try to get to water. And you're like, that can't be right. We
2: is a strong word, uh, or they, you
0: know, the, the the royal they, the royal we. It really was John. That's fair. Yeah, John leading yeah. them like a pastor into sadness. He needed to go closer to heaven.
1: Into drama. Into drama. drama. (laughs) That's my experience with it. I
2: I do love that, like, I mean, last, like, Vesepia and Nalia last season were very religious, but they were, the people that are, like, of, at least, I would say, actually, the men who are religious through five seasons have had a really bad time of it. You're not wrong. (laughs) And I'm here for that.
1: They went into the woods and they found the real God. I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, it's, u- it's usually more like out of nowhere, quoting Bible scripture to everyone else or uh, getting on your knees and thanking God. God is good. There was a lot of that in the last <laughs> season.
1: Absolutely not.
2: <laughs> uh, okay. So my question for this next bit of the watering hole where they all go over there. Why does the whole group swim over there? Why are they so adverse to splitting up? Because, like, someone's like, oh, yeah, there's Nash. no reason for us to split up. Why? Why do you not want to split up? Are you worried people are going to strategize? Like, I don't understand. It doesn't feel like also,
1: that, though. A mile swim?
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't trust them on that. that. That seems like an unreliable narrator to me, uh, unless it was the lady who's a uh, Navy swim instructor. Because, like, I, it can feel like a mile and not be that long.
1: True, but just at, like they were swimming.
0: Yeah, yeah. It could and have been. They that... did
1: make a good point of like they were just sitting at the shore and didn't like go meet <laughs> them in the boat.
0: Yeah, it it could have been because they were so lost. They could have like swam around in circles quite a bit. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it's still that's mm, they screwed up. They screwed up reading the map. I guess Yeah. maps are hard. Well, I I disagree, but. <laughs> I I know okay, not everyone yeah, is as Eagle good at scout. spatial reasoning as I am.
1: <laughs> are you any? Are, were you a Boy Scout? No, I technically you give was such a Boy Scout. Boy Scout energy.
0: Wait, wait, me or Steven?
1: Steven. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. I I wasn't a Boy Scout. I was a Cub Scout for a year, and I didn't like it. Hmm. Okay,
1: well, you could have been a scout just based on vibes.
0: That's fair. Alone, I... that's all I run on. Same. <laughs> I realized some bullshit out of the Catholic Church pretty early in my life. So. Good for you.
1: <laughs> I'm so proud of you.
0: I didn't like to participate in their things. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. While well, that's all happening at Soupjoy, <laughs> the whole vibe here is we our priorities are wrong. They're all over the place. They're all over the place. Yeah. They're, oh my God. They're simultaneously trying to make shelter but fighting about why they're making shelter and like not doing anything else. Divide your labor. Why do you all have to be doing the same thing? And Rob
2: is throwing a bitch fit because his hands are raw. Like, don't want to see your hand- hands. Yeah, let me see wanna your hands. I want to see your hands. Show me how hard you I suffered.
1: He said like, I don't care about that. And then I I have blocked it out of my mind, but he said something about like, I don't care about that, babe or something like that. And I was like, fuck all the way off. I also yeah. wrote, I hate the skateboarding guy. <laughs>
2: <At that laughs> I'm, I I hate Rob. I'm glad that he's on the show for the entertainment value. And yet I wish he didn't exist as a person.
0: Garbage. Yeah. Garbage. Garbage human. I also <laughs>
2: wrote down a direct quote from him. Uh, talking about the upcoming challenge and saying that like, they got all the strong guys. And then, and I quote, we got all the hot chicks. Yeah. Yep. Yep, that is correct. And then he was
1: like at least most of them. Or oh, yeah, at least
2: yeah, at least most of them. Like they're fucking pokemon.
0: Huh. You got to catch them all. The hot I chicks. I did
1: also I did also write uh I was like I said purple team has a rough time. I hate that the old guy is like, "Hi, I'm in charge." Which is about Jake, which is another point. I I hate Jake, but again, like I I feel like they pointed at the team captains based on age and, like, while the orange team was like, okay, we're still going to, like, work as a group, even though Jan picked us, the, the other group, Jake, was just like, I'm in charge now, forever, because I'm so much smarter than all of you little babies.
2: And it helps that Jan did not want to be in charge. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but I love Jan.
0: We do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So like that, that's the two general vibes is the go find the water and thank you general vibes, uh, go find the water and build shelter if possible, but also fight. So then we get to the immunity challenge. I'm so upset. This immunity I challenge. I like this challenge. I do too. That's cool. It's the first immunity challenge that is the first of the season that doesn't feel super lazy. Yeah. And maybe it's because they couldn't do a flame torch relay. They sure took. They sure could not. Because that's what it's been up to this point. It's just a flame torch relay. I'm pretty sure every season up until this one. The production quality from last season to this season,
2: like not in like camera or like Jeff's personality, but just in like construction of the premises, the maps, the props, the uh, the challenge is such a huge step up. And I know why I talked about it a lot last season. It's because it was supposed to be in the Jordanian desert. They had a, very, a much shorter time to get Marquesas going and conditions were hellish. But I'm excited to see what they do now with this updated production quality and time to like put these challenges together. Cause yeah, this feels like the, the most
0: well thought out one so far. Yeah. For an opening challenge. For an opening challenge, yeah. So they're, they're this is essentially a relay race. They are in their boat for most of it. They have to paddle a good distance first to a rope maze, which is a different looking rope maze than I feel like I've seen. Where there, it's like a a little disc on a rope, and they have to guide that through a maze and get it out. the The second bit was a un- unhook an underwater carabiner. That's it. That's that's the whole. That's the challenge part. And then the final one is a slide puzzle, and I, I remember a slide puzzle like this when I was growing up. They would have them at, like, stores where it's just, like, cars. I mean, this is literally the get the Volkswagen out it. of the parking
2: lot game from Cool Math for Kids.
1: Yes. That's a
2: deep fucking cut. I don't know what Cool Math for Kids is.
0: Please explain You had a this. horrible childhood. I mean, fair. It was
2: basically Flash games that you could play uh, that were always, like, allowed at school. So, like, if you had really strict firewalls, you could still, like, do
0: that. Jared. Oh. My school had it good. We had Math Blaster. I'll blast your math.
1: We had kid picks.
0: Oh yeah, we so also had kid picks. Do. Well, this
1: is, we, had,
2: we had, had some, I don't, we probably had some of that stuff, too, but this is, like, on browser. Like, you could open the internet browser and be like, oh. type it in and
0: play it.
1: On browser, we just all knew the link that worked for Sonic.
0: Ah. Ah. Very nice. So
1: you just type in the Sonic link and play Sonic.
0: <laughs> anyway, we explain this challenge. <laughs> we we show the Immunity Idol, which is actually like, the, they use the culture, but... It's, it's really cool. It is cool. Is it... I, I didn't do research. I didn't either. It felt genuine. Is this... It feels like it has some heavy, either Buddhist or... Hindi influence. I don't know what the predominant religion is in Thailand. My guess is Buddhism. Probably,
2: but I don't know.
0: Either way, it felt,
2: it didn't feel tokenizing and it felt genuine to the culture. I don't know a lot about Thailand, but the times that it hasn't in Survivor, it kind of smacks you in the face as being a caricature of the culture that they're in this looked and felt more genuine than like season one, for example, that's a bad example. Cause that one was way off the mark, but
0: yeah. um, than some of the other ones. Yeah. Claire's Queer, nodding. Did you find something?
1: Um, no, I was looking.
0: I, just thought you were I associating.
1: I was, well, always, um, <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Um, but I also, I don't know, just after, from just like the general feeling, a little yuck about a lot of the premises, I was like, mm.
2: That's fair. Yeah. And it's fair to be skeptical. I, I try to give them, cause they, they have done, um, they did, weirdly enough, they did Africa really well. Like they, they, except for a couple of episodes, they did a good job of like honoring the culture without cartoonizing it. Yeah. And... I think about the alternative where I'm like, well, if you just pretend you're not in the culture at all, like that is almost, that's also bad. So I yeah. I like to try to find the moments where it's, where it's genuine and where like I, where it can be, where it makes me think and appreciate, uh, whatever culture they're in versus when I'm like, ah, oh, that's a racism. So
0: like for example
1: yeah. i don't know just oh, throwing something out oh i also just there. i also just found um the the prominent religion in thailand is indeed buddhism
0: okay
3: okay
1: well also it says the immunity this is on survival fandom the immunity idol could sometimes be representative of a deity and not just a cultural object for example in thailand the immunity idol is a statue of i'm so sorry about this pronunciation sepan an angel of protection in Thai culture. That's, so that's cool, cool as
2: hell.
0: But I
1: wish they would have explained it. I think that's where it lies for me. Of it would, I would feel less icky if they were like, "This is our immunity idol, representing this," rather than just and being like, "This is our immunity idol. Look at it." What's it weird is sometimes like they do Thailand.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah. sometimes they do, and sometimes they. Do later in the season, but
0: yeah, I yeah. It's but that's such different. a good choice that they they have no good reason not to explain it. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah.
0: Weird. Sorry. Hey, okay, Survivor, I've point. got
1: notes for you.
2: <laughs> this whole podcast is just notes for just them. Notes, Survivor just got notes. Column.
1: Just got notes.
2: Column. <laughs> notes for the editors and producers. Twenty years ago.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> we'll go back in time. We'll fix it.
1: Yeah, that's what so I would. Running use my back my
0: point Pro that I I keep trying to get out. Uh, Survivor. <laughs> so, Jared, are you saying that, like, for example, just no, nothing in particular, uh-huh. say you're in Fiji, yeah. and you want to just do, like, a, a medieval theme, and you have a sword and a shield for Immunity Idol? Well, I mean, you can't do 15 seasons of <laughs> of the same culture over and over again, I guess. <laughs> just uh, just uh, <laughs> throw What it a out weird there. hypothetical, though. Yeah, it's a weird hypothetical. Don't worry about that. Anyway, the Immunity Challenge, we we jump in it, and... The orange team is in the lead for a good chunk of this. Jan kills the puzzle. Yeah. Like.
1: Yeah. This is where I have the note that's I love Jan <laughs> because she also just yeets in there. It's
0: great. She flings yeah.
1: herself out of that boat.
0: She's a badass and she gets right in there. I love her. Uh, by all means, orange should have won this. Jan kills the puzzle. Brian gets the flag on the first dive. And then we get to Gondia <laughs> on the slide puzzle. Baby girl. <sighs> And Gandhi explains later that, like, the anxiety and the panic set in, but, ooh, she struggled with this. She had a panic moment. attack.
2: I mean, I, I, is, if that doesn't happen again, I'm interested to see what she does in the challenges. But, like, if she's on if she's on the spot again and fails like that, they have to get rid of her. You can't have somebody that's going to choke like that on your tribe. Like, you can give her one. That's fine. Sure. But you if you've lost people, you can't sit her out. And so you might
0: get screwed. So yeah, she she blows it, and purple team catches up and overtakes, and it's it's it there. That's that's all you can do because it's the last leg of the thing. And they 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 try to make it look like a race to the final platform, but it's not. It's it's, not. It's not close. Uh, So yeah, the Sukjai tribe wins the first immunity challenge of the season. Unfortunate, (laughs) although kind of fortunate because it got rid of John. Yeah, you know what's sad.
2: Of all of the first boots, besides besides Sonia, John is still probably the best of them.
0: (laughs) Unfortunate that you were correct.
1: I do have I do have uh, about all of that. My notes are oh poor Gandia. They're the better team by like a lot. Yep. And then I said I like the orange team, but I hate John.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which means now we just like the orange team.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I had, yeah, fuck John, and then underneath, I said he was so surprised and pissed,
2: <laughs>
0: and I
1: loved that
0: <laughs> but what what's wild about this challenge is that you it is a good chunk physical, like the in between part is physical, mm-hmm. and the orange team was kicking their butt in the physical part, yeah they they were the better rowers and better yeah. like divers and swimmers,
3: mm-, mm-hmm.
0: which and when what the show when is... your
1: whole thing is like oh, I'm the purple team, we're so much stronger, we're so much better at the yeah. physical shit. And I'm like, if you can't fucking work together to accomplish, like, to fucking <laughs> row, like, rowing is more about, like, yeah, of course you need physical strength, but you have to work together as a team. And so if you don't, you, if you can't do that, then what's the point?
2: The purple team is, uh, we took a bunch of 80s bullies and kidnapped... Our first Asian contestant and a cool firefighter lady to be on the same team <laughs> with them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: One thing, so going into tribal, do you think there were alliances that we just didn't see? Or do you think this was all just people voting their
0: conscience? I think they were voting their conscience. I think so too. I think people just really I did think... not like John. Yeah. Like he, he came off as abrasive and people weren't willing. I think if this is the other tribe, they would not vote him off.
2: Agreed. I think they'd vote off the girl who's vomiting.
0: I think this tribe is about vibes and vibes only.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a fascinating experiment. I love it. So yeah, I'm, I'm just going to skip through. They give the list of suspects, uh, Gandhi, because she blew the challenge, Tanya because she's sick, John because he's an annoying leader. The clay catches a stray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Glay catches a straight like, vote for no good reason.
1: Financial reasons. She was like, "He, <laughs> he looks like he doesn't need the money."
0: I mean, he's I a like, restaurateur, I so it. yeah, it's fair. He doesn't. I respect
1: that. the indecision.
0: Yeah, we <laughs> voted out a dentist before because of that exact reason. Like, dude's got money. He was also a dick. He was a dick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So John goes
0: home. Impressive. John goes home on a it's... six to one to one vote. Wow. And it this wow. th- it makes you think it's gonna be Gondia because they read that first vote and she immediately starts crying.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and, and yeah, uh, John's out. Everyone is bawling at the Tribal Council set. Oh, side note, what do you feel about the Tribal Council oh, set? Oh, it fucking slaps. It's so cool.
1: It's it was beautiful, and when they brought it out, I was like. You, you would almost want to go to Tribal Council because it's so nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My one note, though, of how this differs from other sets is that typically you have an entrance, and if you're voted off, you have a different exit. This is one long pier to this floating platform. I thought there was two side exits. I don't remember a side exit. I thought it was just one long boardwalk. I thought it was one that led into two off the side, but we'll, we'll check next episode. You could be right. It, it could just be dark but that would be really
2: awkward if you had to just walk back the same way
0: yeah oops <laughs> cool so that's that's the end of the episode now's the time where i get to put jared and Fuck. for this uh for good measure claire i'll put you on the spot too a- who wins who wins survivor thailand
2: i feel like i need to get rid of my tradition of picking one per tribe because now that's not as important as it was early okay. in the show
0: mm-hmm. hold We've- on a-
2: explain that a little bit why why do you say that uh, we've now seen people willing to front stab other people. We've seen people willing to cross tribal lines. We've seen tribe swaps. We've seen, like, not full tribe swaps, but, like, just, you know, a couple people shifting. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm now more confident in both the game and the players to not make tribes as important.
0: So you think, like, from here on out, that's going to be more, more typically the case? It could shift back,
2: mm-hmm. but I don't... Yeah, I think that will be more typically the the case. It, okay. could, it could change with three tribes. I don't know what, how that's going to impact it, but yeah. Cool. So I'll okay. just pick one.
0: Okay, go ahead and pick one then.
2: See, none of the guys stick out to me as winners. Like, I'm looking over mm-hmm. and I'm like, none of them, yeah, none of them stand out as like potential winners to me. Doesn't mean they won't. You don't like the skater boy? I, he said, see you
0: later, boy. I, I will say he that. He better. Maybe, yeah, he fucking better. <laughs> Well, I I've seen categories of old dudes, dudes that are golden boys, and skater boy. Oh, also the a cab.
3: <laughs> I
1: hope game. it's not a cab. Oh my god! I know we like went through and did all of their names again, but I've forgotten
2: their names. Oh,
0: go I've got ahead, it Claire. whittled
1: down to three. <laughs>
0: Ooh, go on, hit me
2: with that.
1: So, Firefire fire lady. That's
2: I, my. I was also thinking of that. Yeah,
1: just because she seems like she is not like making herself a like oh we need to get rid of her because of whatever reasons right now but she also reads very capable
0: sure we like um,
1: Stephanie. was that her name
0: yes yep
1: okay stephanie uh my my second is the um i help people find jobs just because i think she's smart
0: and i like uh, her a lot uh, she am yes Yep.
1: i remember them by employment i guess but it's she fair. could get in trouble because she's willing to fight back against yeah. big personalities, but also that could get her further. I hope. Or or maybe swimming instructor. Again, just seems capable.
2: So I think it's I think it's Helen. Tell me, why do you think it's Helen? <laughs> There's a bit of gamesmanship in here that I wrote them down in the order they were introduced. Mm-hmm. Stephanie was introduced first. I don't think they introduced their their winner first, and they could edit it to make it so that she wasn't Actually, wait, no, this time it was live, rather than, like, doing the voiceovers in the previous fair. seasons, yeah. so they wouldn't know who the winner was at that point. Correct. Okay, I retract that statement.
0: Okay. I don't know. I remember,
2: <laughs> I remember you saying something, and I wish I didn't, of, like, Nalia's Helen spelled backwards, and I'm like, is that what he's talking about
0: right now? but i wish i, I, I had come am, am i thinking of i wish I, I had context on this but i i don't know okay yeah that's just that's just my gut instinct okay
2: and that one little bit but i was looking cool. over the full list and i was like i feel like she got buried enough in this first episode but we see a little bit of her next episode she's on the tribe that i not that it's as important but she's on the tribe that i think is going to have the most success and will be in a good position to make an
0: alliance for so. context, I'm pretty sure that was just a naming convention and does not have anything to do with this season.
2: Okay, that's good. Okay, I'm glad because I don't want to be able to game game it out
0: like that. But all right, then we have our picks. Jared's going with Helen. Yes. All right, and I guess we're we're not keeping track of yours, Claire, but for for good vibes,
1: hey, let me know who wins, or I can just Google it.
0: That's fair. You can just Google After it this. Cause I don't have to make you watch this whole season, but that's... And
1: it's not 2002 anymore. <laughs> that's true.
0: If... Oh, I, I will pick... I do want to talk about John. Sure.
2: Uh, protagonist of the episode, and then... my um, my episode is John. Often in his first boot episodes, it is the person... Protagonist does not mean the person I like the most on the season, Claire. I saw your face. It just means the person whose who's story was being told. Oh and that is often... The, the first boot episode is the person who gets voted out. But, you know, John put himself in a leadership position... And we saw him make a lot of decisions. They weren't the right decisions and it got him sent home, but he did get a lot of the spotlight. And then how would he do in a future season? I, I, I mean, you can't do worse, <laughs> but I think that he'd probably end up doing better. I think that this is a bad tribe for him to be on, but like, think about the other tries you've had in the first four seasons. Like he would have at least made the merge or close to the merge, if not the merge. Um, in all of those tribes, probably tribes that were not so much about the vibe and were much more on like, all right, these are we keep the people that are good at the challenges and can and do hard work and can su- help support the tribe, and he would fit in very well um, in any of those tribes. I think there will be more of those tribes going forward. I love this tribe. I love the vibe tribe but yeah. yeah so so my guess would probably be like just probably in the band of like one to two votes before the merge he gets voted off or one to two votes after the merge he gets voted off typically
0: well he's not coming back as most first votes don't not until
2: they do the first vote uh first vote off season
0: i don't think he's coming back for that either why uh former contestant former survivor contestant pastor john raymond is facing child cruelty charges Following an incident involving students at the school where he was the headmaster. Fucking shocking. Uh, he... Allegedly. I, I don't know what exactly happened or when this... It was in 20, uh, 2022 is when these charges were. I Whoa. don't know what happened in... That's so recent. It's very recent. But apparently... When students acted out or had excessive talking and were brought to him, he angrily wrapped them and taped their mouths shut with packing tape.
2: Because that's what Jesus would do.
0: And wrapped it around their heads before sending them back to class before a teacher felt uncomfortable with it 45 minutes later. How many times did this happen? Uh, Apparently there are three
2: counts of this. Less than I thought, still too many. That's That's absurd. Yeah, listen. Not not all Christian pastors are hypocrites. I'm sure some of them are good people. But Jesus Christ, this stuff just keeps popping up, huh? Jesus
1: fucking
0: Christ. Big yikes! Big yikes indeed. I I don't have anything else to say, so I'm gonna end this episode with a bumper.
1: Ba-dum-ba-dum.
0: That'll do it for this episode of the Survivor Turning Back Time podcast. Thank you. Thank you again for listening. For all of our regulars out there, thank you for hanging on to us. Thank you, Claire. Thank you for hanging out with us. Claire, we need to talk about yourself. Do you have anything you want to promote? Oh. I know you have something you want to promote, but please do. Yeah.
1: yeah, okay. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Claire. If you've enjoyed my screaming, um, you can find me on Twitter where I scream more, at Fem Sloth. Um, I do, I'm on two podcasts that I'm very proud of and I love a lot. One is called Severed Sons. Um, it's in D&D actual play podcast. It's very fun. It's very silly. I play a giant bear lady named Spets. Um, I love her a bit. You want in there? <laughs> um, and then also remarkably proud of, uh, uh, I've been talking about anime a lot. My friends and I write and produce a anime inspired D D audio drama called Warlock. Um you can find that anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh you might have to look up Nova Warlock because turns out when you use a common word as a title, sometimes it's hard to find. But I think we also we are often like the first thing that comes up when you look it up now. So that's nice. really cool.
0: See we just use a really long name and then no one finds it because it's there's so many that it gets buried correct
1: it's I'm like trying i'm gonna look right now just because i'm curious to see but i don't think i have the podcast app downloaded and it's saved into my spotify so it might not work but it's fun podcasts are cool thank you for
0: yeah if you like storytelling podcasts i i was listening to warlock at work over the past couple weeks and it's it's very good. I, I definitely feel the anime inspiration in there. It's really fun. <laughs> it, it it really has the the coming of age story influence.
1: It's good. Um uh I I've always, I've always, I voice I voice I voice Nova and I love her. She's my little baby bean. Um she is a protagonist in, and it's it's in a world where people are born with magic um they're called sorcerers and nova's not but she becomes the first warlock so it's like it's just one of those things where like if you like anime and you like D, you'll become the leonardo dicaprio mean of pointing at the screen when you listen to it
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i like her characters a lot i'm obsessed with them so
0: <laughs> good and you draw art too do you do you want to talk about like your art
1: I do oh yeah yeah so I'm also an artist Um, I am hoping to open my commission soon which is fun and exciting I love drawing D&D characters Um, I've been doing illustrations for each episode of Warlock and it's like wild to see how much I've changed and grown as an artist um, while doing that and and yeah, I mostly have been doing stuff on um digital art, but I'm trying to get back into painting too.
3: Nice. It's nice. fun. Yeah.
1: Nice. Well, I've drawn Steven several times.
0: That's true. I did pay you to draw me <laughs> for my for yeah. my pretty much I defunct Twitch channel. Hmm. You did. That yeah. if you want to go I'm check out some that, of Claire's art, go look at the banner on my Twitch channel. It's <laughs> at Steve It's great. I love that thing.
1: I'm really, really proud of it. I think I captured (laughs) you very well, Steve.
0: (laughs) Oh, shucks. Uh, Jared, anything you want to promote? Uh, Yeah, so I'd like...
2: I'd like to promote the song Can You Keep It by Blue Kid, and just Blue Kid in general. Great band. Can You Keep Up? Sorry, not Can You Keep It. Can You Keep Up? It's an amazing song.
0: I can't. I cannot keep up. I got nothing to promote. Don't worry about it. I've, I've been so busy with life. I would like to sleep. Well, we start rehearsals soon. There we go. That's the thing that I want to promote. Yes. Let's just get rid of daylight savings time. Agreed. It, it's, we don't need it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I do, it We're did, not, uh, I did get hit with a nice bit of serotonin when the sun was still up at 6 p.m. That was really uh, good for me. We yeah,
0: have but, to end this episode, Stephen. But if we, if we get rid of it, then we would Stephen, we don't I don't want to rant. You. you have
2: to stop now. I, with this podcast, we Five fucking hours long until you talk about daylight savings time.
0: For <laughs> my co-host Jared and our special guest Claire, this is Steven. For my special guest, Steven, and my host Claire, this is Jared. We do this every time. Every First, time it's
2: funny, Claire would
1: My special guest, Steven, and my host, Jared.
2: Claire.
0: Bye <laughs> bye! Bye-bye! Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake.